When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Oh my God, I need to work with some professionals here. Yeah, baby. Uh, hello, I'm Brittany Arneson. I'll be here with Tevin and AJ. I know what you're thinking. You want to tune out because Tom Bernard is not here today. And I understand. I don't have... A- a follow-up. That's actually how I feel. Completely <laughs> understand. He's like, I don't want to be here either. Listen, uh, Tom's dealing with some stuff. Nothing bad for his health. He just, um, and we'll let him talk about it on Monday when he's back. Um, and he just asked if we could do the show today. And we said, probably not, but we'll try. We'll give it our darndest. We yeah. sure as hell are going to try our best, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, we're going to power through. It'll go fine. We got, we got a- plenty of guests, so people don't have to listen to us talk too much. Do we have to be Tab, Tevin, AJ, and Brittany, our bat? Uh, we'll workshop. Okay. Yeah. yeah. There's that's... no. There's no wrong answers in the think tank, but you guys are making me feel like there's wrong answers. TBA well, to be announced. Right. We. Okay. Yeah. We figured out at least two bad answers okay. to the question. Okay. That seems like an attack. Progress. Sure. Uh, AJ. Right before we jumped on, after I'd explained to Tevin in detail who was gonna introduce and who was gonna not, he goes, "Should I say hi?" And I said, "You know that I, we just talked about intros and outros for five minutes." Well, I wasn't sure if it was accurate because you did go through a rundown for yesterday's show. Yeah, as if true. it was today's show. It feels like so. an attack on both me and AJ, but <laughs> I'm glad we're... We actually have a really good show. Uh, we have lots of far more talented people jumping on. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, in the 9 o'clock hour, we are going to do a contest. And I love attacking people. I love it. I don't know if you know that about me. And I'm aware. We're each going to bring a story, and we then get to judge. And, and the listeners, you get to partake as well. You get to judge on two different parameters. Is... Overall, the story, was it a good story to bring? Secondly, was it told well? End of list. And uh, winner gets another donut. Winner gets another donut, of yes. course. I do have to keep us in the know. Star Tribune just posted this at, at 7. Fire crews keep up attack on large blaze at vacant Kmart on Lake Street in Minneapolis. The building mm-hmm. that once housed the Kmart store on Lake Street in Minneapolis caught fire well before dawn Friday, this today, and continued to burn as daybreak arrived. Fire crews scrambled to the blaze about 5 a.m., and it continues to roar from inside the boarded-up vacant building, sending large clouds of smoke hundreds of feet into the sky. Could you see this? Yeah, so I did some investigative journalism this morning and went out to the site of Kmart and can confirm, yes, it is on fire. There are a lot of people out there, you know, dumping water uh, from fire trucks on there. But yeah, it doesn't look good. You can see the smoke from like miles away. Yeah, who broke that news for me? The one and only Chris Eggert. I was getting out of the shower this morning and I'd I, I, I go ahead, I'm getting dressed, but then it's like, you know, we're going to take a break because I'm still super tired. I was up late watching the Wild Suck. And Chris Eckert's like, hey, a lot of flames going on over at, uh, at Kmart. We'll have vids and pics coming up soon on It KSTK. sounds like he's in bed still while you're getting ready. The way you're describing the story is like he's still just like talking to you like, honey, can you believe that? Right. I'm imagining like he called you personally and it's no, not on his no. newscast. It's He's just like, hey, AJ. Still, the, like, you know how one of you gets up early and one of you stays in bed? Mm-hmm. Like, that's the kind of vibe for every relationship. It yep. definitely feels like he, Chris Eckert, is still in bed, keeping it going, come back to bed. And you're like, honey, I gotta go to work. Always just wearing those jewel tones. And- 
Uh, I'm really glad that a close friend told you that what was happening, AJ. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, he told me and his thousands of followers on on Twitter. So, um, super fun times. That is fun. You have a TV in your bedroom? No, no. So you were like out in the main area watching TV? No, I, no, I, I was Twitter. Sc- Twitter. I was scrolling on my phone. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were watching the news. No, 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 no. Yeah. No. Yeah. Wait, so you're telling me Chris Eggert not only is telling the news, at the same time tweeting he's tweeting it? it? Oh, yeah. I don't, does that make him better at his job? Or should he like more focus know. on, like, hey, you're supposed to be on TV paying attention? I don't know. Some people are impressed that I can write um, them back while I'm on show. And I go, please don't tell anybody that I did that. <laughs> yeah, don't tell. Like when the listeners are like, you emailed that during the segment. I go, please don't tell anybody. <laughs> Professionally, I'm supposed to do it during the break, but you're special. You know. <laughs> please don't tell anybody. I'll <laughs> deny it happened. Yeah, I don't know. Chris Egger would be wild because he's probably the most professional and also most unprofessional person I've ever met. But he goes on the news and he kills it. Yeah. It, and it's always weird seeing news anchors not behind the desk, like, and seeing them be, like, real people. Because you're like, oh, I didn't, you actually can, like, express emotion rather than just, like, reading into a teleprompter all the time. It's wild. At the Hubbard building, you'll walk around and you can tell who's news and who's TV from about a mile away. They'll mm. be the most beautiful news people in the most immaculate outfits. And then there'll be, like, a gargoyle like me coming in. <laughs> Sweatpants. Yeah. Outfit, yeah. It, like, yeah. hisses at them and hasn't, like, had touched a product to her hair in a week or two. <laughs> And you just go, like, you're TV for a reason, and yep. I'm radio for a reason. Yep. Yeah, you get the bright lights, and I'm in, like, my little dungeon with the lights off just talking into a microphone. So, well, we gotta, we'll keep you in the know about the Kmart thing, because I feel like hopefully they can take that fire down soon. Yeah, I wonder what, somebody had to just start it on fire, because there's, it's not like there's anything going on in there. It's been vacant forever. Well, that reminds me of... Um, my days up in St. Cloud, there's this bar called the, uh, not the red carpet, but the press, excuse me, the press. And the press was like this corner bar. It was a staple of, of St. Like downtown St. Cloud college life. It was the, the bar where everybody would go to, like, it was press o'clock. That's like, Mm -hmm. okay, an hour and a half or so before everything shuts down for the night. Everybody just goes there and it was wild times. But after I left St. Cloud, like the following year, Randomly, the press burned down, but it came out that the owner committed arson oh, damn. for insurance stuff. Uh, so not only now is there a staple of the bar life in St. Cloud missing, but uh, now now we have to resort to like Cowboy Jacks and stuff like that. Yeah. Not, not I'm so sorry for you and your loss. Uh, a lot of memories. A lot of memories. Doesn't it blow your mind how often people don't get away with arson? Yeah. Because it's, and I don't know how like arson I, investigators same. figure it out, I but it feels like less. every building that burns down, they can tell. They're how? like, yeah, that was arson. Like, yeah. I can't even find my keys sometimes. And they're able to go into a burning building and go, this was not, this was caused by this. How? Well, they just like walk in, I feel like, and they're like looking around and it's like, okay. And then they pick up this little, little th- burnt thing and they're like, this is the match that, that started, started the, the fire. fire. It's right. like, how do you know that? How do you know that? Right. How are you that good? I assume it's like <clears throat> CSI where they're like, they walk in and they're like, okay, the fire started over here. Yeah, yeah, Look, yeah. You can see the accelerant path, like go this way. And it, yeah, like it makes no sense to me. It makes they, no sense to me because it's like, I don't even know. Like the other day I broke a glass and I don't, I can't even remember. Justin's like, where is all the glass pieces? I go, I don't know. My own home. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't have that kind of brain. You want me to be a full accountability right. of all the glass? If I was like an arson investigator, I'd show up like on scene and be like, yep, it burned down. <laughs> like that's, I, that's my report. Another case closed. <laughs> I actually don't know how this started. Right. How am I supposed to tell? Everything's burned. Right. Well, you see what happened was it caught fire. Yeah. And now it's just, now it's not here anymore. I would always say faulty wiring and then just. Oh, 100% <laughs> electrical fire every time. Faulty wiring. Electrical fire. Um, or it was struck by lightning. Yeah. E- electricians in the Twin Cities area would just hate you. I know. Do you guys have a, yeah, right? Do you guys have a toaster? Is there a beginning place to start? I always assume a toaster would start a fire very easily. Yeah. Like you just, you just pick up like the first appliance in the house that you can find and yeah. be like, yeah, this was what caused it here. Yep. The, uh, I'd be like, do they, did, did they have Christmas lights? Yeah. They, they left the Ooh, air fryer. That's not the over. one you want. Air fryer? Yeah. It's a yeah. wild thing to play. Do you know what an air fryer is? Yes. I, do I know what an air fryer is? Yeah, yes. but you can't leave an air fryer on. No, I, 
I all I said is you just find the first oh, okay, appliance okay, okay, that okay. you can find. Okay. I was worried that you said I left an air fryer on, and I was like, that's a wild thing to say. Those things are so loud. <laughs> like, good night, honey. <laughs> Don't worry about that. Like, like, it's not like the same as like the oven on. No. <laughs> which I've also done. When I was little, my grandma left the oven on because it was like cold in the house and would leave the door open to like heat up parts of the house. It's like, Grandma, this is terrible. Like, don't ter do that. There's nothing more terrible. So if you put it like, uh, that's why I don't even let things go really low on the oven because we have woken up in the morning and I go, I left that on all night. Oh, I've left like a gas burner on yeah. before. Yeah, that's, uh, that's bad. How the heck are you, Phil? That is something that we did at our new townhouse like earlier this year, the gas burner thing. Yeah. And it was terrifying. Yeah, I know. You go, I'm so a monster. We, <laughs> yeah, we well, so here's what happened. We uh we move into this new place and we had like I think we had like three or four kind of we, so we moved in, loved the place and and we rent from a a nice building whatever and and uh we but we had like three or four maintenance requests in the first week and we felt like we were being you know kind of like all right, now we're the annoying people. We just hit them up for three or four different things in the first week. So let's just like Let's just not contact anyone for a month or two here so they don't think that we're high maintenance. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I get home and I can't I can't remember like which if it was me, if it was my wife, but like one of us had, had either bumped or left like the knob. Mm -hmm. It was just past off. It was between like off and low. Oh, no. So there wasn't even like a flame or no, anything, which is I think that's version, that's the it worst because it's yeah. just gas. It's yeah. just spitting out gas at that situation. It's waiting to ignite. Yeah. Right. So I walk in and it smells like eggs. And I'm like, You're hungry. Oh God. Obviously. What? Yeah, I'm hungry, clearly. Look at me. For Time God's for sake. a smoke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. So I'm, my first thought is, okay, this is bad. It's, it's not supposed to sound like, it's not supposed to smell like this, right? Yeah. And so I, I went and saw, okay, yep. Def, the gas was definitely on for, we think, like three or four hours, maybe somewhere in that range. And that, but now I'm thinking, like, I don't want to like call for a fifth time about a maintenance thing, but this could like blow up the building. So I'm mm. trying to weigh like, yeah. you know, um, so I wound up just going on Google and trying to figure out like, what should I do? It says open all the windows. I did turn the, before I Google it, I turned the overhead fan on and I guess you're mm. not supposed to do oh, that because no, it could like yeah. electric spark. Oh. And, like, <laughs> I don't even know so, if you're supposed to be using your phone. Like that's how dumb no. I am. You're not. Oh, so, no. So, all, like, somehow I, I was using my phone right next to it, by the way. I'm, like, using my phone Googling, and I'm, like, flipping on the, the fan. And it says, don't flip on the fan. I'm like, well, should I turn it off? No, I'm not sure. So we just we grabbed the dog. We, we opened some windows. We got out. We just, like, went away. And it was a snowstorm, too. So we're just, like, we're just, like, in a car a few blocks down the street just waiting for, like, two or three hours. But. Yeah, felt like a total idiot. Uh, after sounds that like an episode of like a thousand ways to die. Is I know. Just Phil, you're on borrowed time. Like you have yeah. to live your life like you're on borrowed time. Like go. I know. Just it was, recklessly yeah. know. That's like Final Destination. Like yep. you cheated it now. So <laughs> the next time you like walk outside, you're gonna see the truck fall over and all yeah. of a sudden it's just gonna be a domino effect. Oh, that's terrifying. Yeah, that's that, so it was one of those moments where like. I feel sometimes way too often like I'm 17 years old and don't know what to do in oh, adult situations. I and I don't know if it's just like a generational thing or if I'm just underdeveloped. I'm not sure. but There's nothing yeah. that will make you feel that way more than reproducing as well because you'll just have these moments where you're like, I don't know. Like we, me, The baby woke up this morning and was crying. And we're like tummy ache. We just want to. I just want to call my mom. Like I don't know why. Why are you upset? Like so like I know exactly that feeling. I can like feel that every day where I'll like look at Gogo and I'm like, am I in charge of you? Like am yeah. me? Are you sure? It's crazy when you're when you're a kid. You know when you're like ten or twelve or even like I think when you get to your late teens, early twenties, you start. That's when you start to really like unfairly question your parents, yes. right? You like you mm -hmm. realize when you're 14, 15, 16, you're like, you know what? Yeah, kind of a dumbass yeah. or whatever, right? But it's but it's kind of rooted in like, you know, um, insecurity and, and you're just yeah. A, yeah. You're, you're, yeah, teenage angst. But then you get to like your late 20s, early 30s and you realize, oh, you just see everyone for their flaws. But you assume for a certain amount of your time that adults just have a manual for like how yeah. to no. navigate everything. And then you become an adult and you're like, 
Oh, no one really knows what they're doing in any situation. They're just making it up. They're hope, Googling things. I hope Gogo never listens to anything I'm on radio-wise because she'll just be like, my mom is an idiot. Like, I'd go to work and be like, you guys, my kid bit three kids, and I don't know how to solve that. And I had to act like that never happened ever in my life when I went to daycare. They're like, she bit three people, and I had to act like she wasn't biting us all week. I was like, Gogo oh, did? That's crazy. But what are you supposed to do? Are you supposed to call the daycare and say, you know, just a warning here. Just a so, right. uh, She's been a real biter lately. Like, me four times. You know, if it's a dog, maybe you say something. Like, but not your kid, right? So I, I just kind of walk in casually. I'm like, oh, side note, she's got a taste for human blood. <laughs> she's like... She's into flesh lately. Uh, it's a full moon, too, so you might just want to be aware. Do you want me to put the headpiece on her or something like the <laughs> Hannibal Lecter vibe? Uh, Phil, we gotta, I'd be remiss to not mention, AJ was talking about the Wild game and his, his heartache last night. Yeah, so I saw. I didn't see the Wild game, but I did see Judd did a social media video complaining about Marc-Andre Fleury being the starting goalie. And oh, so right. I guess my question, you got this 39-year-old legendary future Hall of Fame goalie on the team, and he's looked a little rickety, you know, a few stretches here and there. Are we getting to the point where at some point we have to, we have to sunset, you know, the near 40-year-old goalie here? Or does he just need a couple weeks to sort of like, you know, get his bones ready to play professional hockey again? Well, it's like when you have like an older pitcher. You're going to trot him out there against – a really bad club like the Oakland A's for sure get them on the mound like they're not going to hit the ball and that's what Marc-Andre Fleury did the other night they went up to Montreal they took on the Habs nice shutout mm -hmm. win his first one of the season um, he's a hometown guy so it's like you know it could be his last time ever playing professional hockey there they wanted to give him the limelight but then you come back home the LA Kings are coming to town an up-and-coming team you have some former studs uh, Kevin Fiala's there Cam Talbot revenge game after they traded him away uh, oh, yeah. Philip Gustafson. And so everybody was thinking, like, okay, it's going to be Gustafson uh, Talbot. Nice little storyline. No, they go they go with Flurry based off the performance against a bad team. Mm -hmm. And crazy enough, they, the, the better team scores more goals on him. I think he, yeah. he stopped only, like, half the shots in the first period. They were losing four to two oh. at the end of one. Um, he settled, he settled down after that, and there was two empty netters late. So that made it seven to three. But, no, yeah. it... Now you're going to have Philip Gustafson with a full week between games. So he played on Saturday. They lost against Toronto. His, he's now set to start against Columbus on Saturday. A full week for your, what should be your starting number one goalie. That's not, that's not the best way to do load management. Yeah. I feel like, too, it's like in hockey, you just have to find a way. Because, like, half the league gets in the playoffs. And then if you can just get in the playoffs, you can do some damage. So mm -hmm. it's hard to get really excited about November. Like, October, November, December results in hockey. Just don't be in last place, basically, going into January, and yeah. you should be you should be fine. Yeah, so. it feels like every year there's a, well, this goalie just got hot, and so this team that we didn't think had a chance now all of a sudden makes this miraculous run. It's very rarely like chalk in the yeah. uh, hockey. And then that happens with teams, but just not Minnesota teams. You Correct. Know? Isn't that amazing how, like, oh, uh, the eight seed Kings, like ten years ago, Jonathan Quick, their goalie got hot. Why can't we just get like a hot goalie for two months in the playoffs one time? Right. We always. Why can't play we get a hot, hot pitcher? You know something. Yeah. Or even last year with the uh, the Golden Knights, like they had Logan Thompson as their main guy after Robin Lehner got hurt in the preseason, and then he got hurt actually against Minnesota. He like tore his meniscus, and then they traded for Jonathan Quick at the deadline. And then he kind of got hurt too. So they had Aiden Hill come in, who was a six foot five. He bounced around with like the Sharks and he was with the Coyotes and stuff. And, you know, really was never like, okay, you know, he's a backup. And then he goes on this like MVP performance. He, I think he was the runner up at the end of it, but he was just lights out. I don't think he allowed more than two goals a game, his, like every game he played in the playoffs. It was insane. So yeah. that never happens to the Wild, but you're right. There always is like that one goalie that's just scalding hot. Yeah. I tend to think that hockey and baseball are very, very random once you get to the playoffs, unless you're a Minnesota sports team. Like everyone, <laughs> everyone randomly will just like make a title run unless the last 30 years, unless you're the Twins, the Wild or the North Stars who did it. The North Stars did go in 1991. They got beat in the Stanley Cup finals. But mm -hmm. 
Yeah, we can't we can't even get struck by the lucky lightning bolt. Unfortunately, uh, you guys do get a weekend off from Vikings misery. You uh, Monday night Vikings Forty mm-hmm. ers So yeah, enjoy get- your fall colors. Enjoy uh, whatever it is that you do on Sunday. Yeah, we get prime time Monday night let down to look forward to, but Butt it'll kicking. be fine. And I yeah. see you're rocking the Buffs shirt. You, are oh, you yeah. on the band? I'm I'm a hundred percent on the bandwagon with Colorado. It's hilarious, dude. So it's what's funny is. This is the luckiest shirt, I think, in terms of like, I've had this shirt for like eight years randomly. I have, I just have like random sports shirts that I mm-hmm. use for like wearing around the house or working out. And uh, my mother-in-law was at the Denver airport, like literally like eight years ago. And the buffs have been garbage for 20 years, right? <laughs> yep. And she's like, oh, this is like a shirt that I think Phil would wear randomly. And it's been one of my go-to <laughs> Such shirts. a mother-in-law thing. <laughs> oh, he likes sports. And I do, and I, and I wear it, right? And then yeah. all of a sudden, Deion Sanders like spins the wheel of teams that he could go and just randomly coach. And it lands on the buffs. So for years, I've been, this has been like an airport shirt, you know, a travel <laughs> day shirt. And I'll be, I'll be at, uh, you know, my dad used to live in Phoenix. Like anywhere out west, there's a lot of like... University of Colorado people roaming around. So Denver Airport, go to Las Vegas, and I'll wear this shirt every time I wear it out there. You know, go Buffs! And, I'm, and I have to act like I went to Colorado. Yeah. Because okay, I don't want to stop and explain, like, oh, it's just like a shirt that my mother right. yeah. got me. So I, I guess I'll, I'll yeah. take it back. You're not on the bandwagon. You're actually a day one. Yeah, he Dude, made sure you I'm an OG. That. I'm a Buffs OG. Yeah. Yeah. I was there for the winless seasons. I did, no disrespect. So Sorry. wait, let's say we don't know what a Buff is. Let's just, for the listeners. Hypothetically, Hypothetically, what is a buff? Sure. So the University of Colorado football team, Mm -hmm. the Colorado Buffaloes, Ah. have been one of the the worst. So there's the Power Five conferences in college football, like the Big Ten, although the Pac-12 is going away after this year. That's the conference they play in. So there's going to be only four conferences after this year. But of those, like, top, of those top conferences, there's, like, 60 teams. Mm -hmm. The Colorado Buffaloes have been, like, the worst team for the last five years until Deion Sanders decided, I'm going to take that coaching job. It's a cool place, cool setting, yeah. mountains in the background. And they found a way to pay him like $10 million a year. Dang. And so he went in last year, and there's video of this. Like, he's got a social media team. <clears throat> they had like 75 players on their main roster. So he took the job. He walks into this room with these players, and he basically says, pretty much none of y'all are going to be here. Yeah. I just want to let you know. Yeah, uh, I'm bringing in all new players. This is a this is going to be a Ferrari going forward. You guys are uh, you know whatever. I don't want to a Nissan take Juke. a shot at it's any car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he... they came out of the gate this season. They literally won like one game against a non-conference team last year. They brought in 75 new players because you can do that now with like what's called the transfer portal. And uh, they came out of the gate and they beat one of the top 10 teams in the country that went to the national championship game last year, TCU. And then they won their next game. So they're like 2-0. ESPN College game day is coming to town. And Dion's got all these celebrities coming to, to Buffs games. Oh, my Colorado. God. This is a wild then, story. Then the wheels kind of came off. They got smoked a couple times. Uh, last week, I think they had a 29 to nothing lead on yeah. Friday night at halftime. Against Stanford, yeah. Against Stanford, who's terrible. And they blew the 29 nothing lead. And then SNL did a skit with Keenan Thompson playing Deion Sanders like, you know, hey, this is great. Now, didn't you blow a 29 nothing lead last night? He's like, nah, that doesn't matter. Don't We're all wearing Rolexes. <laughs> yep. Yeah, no, it, the Colorado story is incredible. And, like, because Colorado was so bad. I remember that at NDSU when we went and played them at their at, – uh, at Colorado. They, NDSU was favored because Colorado was so bad. Yeah, it was yeah. like a tune-up the division game for one a Division AA one double A team, yeah. <laughs> so, Brittany, this so is... go Buffs. Go Buffs. <laughs> Brittany, this is last year after he took the job. He's going in. This team is 1-11 last season, right? And there's probably guys that just went in there like, I'm a long snapper. I can go and then say I played Division one football and all this stuff. And they're sitting in this room after their season, and Dion is, like, addressing the team for the first time. This is already taken care of because I'm bringing my luggage with me. And it's Louie. Okay. It ain't going to be no more of the mess that these wonderful fans, the student body, and some of your parents have put up with for probably two decades now. Not the parents. I'm coming. Okay. I'm bringing my luggage, and it's Louie. It's going to be changed. 
Oh my god, There's this is the be best change. story I've ever like, heard. It's like a real housewife coming in to host, I mean, to coach. Yeah, he like yeah. literally g- gathers everybody in the team meeting room and is oh, like, yeah. I just want to let all of you know that you're not good enough to play here. And you've disappointed <laughs> the student body like, and your parents and for your two parents. decades. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not the parents, like but Tevin You're said. a failure. Your family thinks you're a failure. I know you're a failure. I yeah. And this will the be the last day that you step foot in this meeting room. And because all the other coaches in like college football, they kind of like tiptoe around like the transfer portal. Yeah. And Dion will be like after a game, like the center will like miss a snap and he'll be like, Huh. Transfer portal's open. Like we're taking <laughs> yeah. whoever whoever wants to come I'm in here. So glad These that's not suck. like Tom's not doing that for our jobs because he'd be like, Brittany, why don't you portal. why don't you bring your stuff home today? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's it's it is hilarious because he got drubbed. There was two games where like they got smoked by USC and, and another team, and yeah, and Oregon. a reporter was asking after one of the games like, you know, hey, you got after this hot start and now you've kind of stumbled. And Dion was like, you better get us now. Because this is the worst we're going to be. We're bringing in all the top recruits. We're bringing in. Oh, my God. Oh, (laughs) Phil, that was. Thank you guys for telling me all that. It was absolutely a wild ride we just went on. And, and like, the best part is because Colorado, like, they play a lot of late games. And so their games will get done at, like, 2.30 in the morning. But the ratings are just through the roof. So, like, all these people that had nothing to do with Colorado for all these years are like, yeah, we're staying up to, like, 3 o'clock in the morning to watch this game going to over. Yeah, can your mother-in-law get me a Go Buff shirt when next time she's Okay, cool. No, she'll find another random school that's been dormant, like Toledo. Or Maybe something. she's the good luck charm. Yeah, Brittany, Brittany, big fan of Tulsa football. Huge fan, been for years. Thanks so much, Phil. We'll see All you right, on we'll, Monday. We'll see you Monday. Yep. Uh, we are going to be back. We're going to have Chris Eggert. He's going to tell us what's going on. I'm sure he'll know more about the fire that's going on uh, in on Lake Street, Kmart. I'm so happy to welcome back our longtime friend, Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to the show. I've known Steve. I've known him for three, no, maybe, gosh, maybe it's probably been like five or six years. We went on a bunch of trips together for uh, work for many years, and I completely trust Sabre to keep my house comfortable. Why? Sabre does everything the right way, and they always put the customer first. I love the team at Sabre because they're service experts and experienced NATE certified technicians, not salespeople. Their pricing is completely upfront, and they fix only what needs to be fixed, nothing more. Sabre is dedicated to giving customers what they need when they need it at the fair price. Keep your family safe and comfortable without breaking the bank. Give Sabre Heating and Air Conditioning a try. I know they'll take care of you just like they've taken care of me and my family. And heads up, one time, well, actually, this happened twice when they fixed our heater that just completely went out. I was on a walk both times because I forgot they were coming. And they were like, can we go in your house? And I said, yeah, but there's dogs. And they were, the, the technician was like, I love dogs. Amazing. And that's all I need to know. Whenever you need a new Bryant furnace or air conditioner replaced or simply need a service call to get you going again, go to SaberHeating.com. That's S-A-B-R-E Heating.com. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. Recently, Jim Paul of Valley Buick GMC was contacted by a company that does on-site sales. Jim was confused. Wait, they don't know anything about us. Our staff, our reputation, most importantly, our customers. Hey, pal, no problem. We do them all over the country. You know, get the manager off the roof sale, inflatable gorilla sale, and our favorite, the 13-hour sale with a giant clock that goes to 13. Urgency, baby. We bring our crew because, well, your people are, let's just say, a little uh, laid back. And the pricing? Nothing special, sport. But Jim thought, we price competitively every day. Our prices are special. We definitely don't need these guys. But sale does convey some urgency, so he made a bold decision for his fine dealerships. Announcing the Valley Buick GMC 365-day sale. And we can even extend it a couple years or so. I got the Air Dancer guy, scratch-offs, plastic keys, bubble machine, Valley Buick GMC in Apple Valley or Hastings or valleycardealers.com. Hurry. This is Bob Sansever, and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife, Mary, when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you, I'm betting you'll be happy too. 
Dave is a down-to-earth guy. He grew up in northern Minnesota, rides a Harley, and worked various jobs doing concrete, electrical, plumbing, roofing, and carpentry work. Dave works for people with work-related injuries. If you work construction, or anywhere for that matter, and you're hurt or even just hurting, you should talk to Dave. Let's face it, our bodies wear out. If your body is worn out from work, if your knees or back or shoulders hurt from things you do at work, do what Mary did. Call Dave and talk to him about it at Bialki Law to set up a free initial consultation. The number to call is 763-571-2410. That's 763-571-2410. Or visit BialkiLaw.com. That's B-I-A-L-K-E Law.com. Hey, guys, if you want to reignite your intimacy one and once and for all, listen. Just give Twin Cities Premier Health a call for a discreet and confidential in-office evaluation by their highly trained staff of medical professionals. Acoustic wave therapy sessions are 25 to 30-minute treatments with no pain and no downtime afterwards. And right now, Twin Cities Premier Health is offering a free treatment and free consultation when you book today. Receive this $800 value when you use the code word TOM at TwinCitiesPremierHealth.com. You may know that age-related erectile dysfunction is most commonly caused by a buildup of plaque in the arteries that supply blood to the erectile tissues. Acoustic wave therapy can rescue your relationship and has been clinically proven to break up plaque and improve blood flow to the penis. Definitely take advantage of this limited-time special offer. Receive a free treatment and free consultation when you book today. This savings of $800 when you use code word TOM at TwinCitiesPremierHealth.com. Be sure to use code TOM so we get credit for sending you. I wouldn't recommend a service like this unless I knew they could help you. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Hey, yeah, baby. We are here with Chris Eggert. News is brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 48-minute financial evaluation. Chris, what the heck's going on on Lake Street? Well, uh... Circle of life, I guess, on the old Kmart there. Is that how Kmarts work? (laughs) Is that like when they do the tree burns? Um... Well, it's on fire, obviously. Uh, we got the word probably this morning. It was about a little before 4.30, I think, uh, when we heard the fire had started and they started calling out a bunch of crews. We had an overnight photographer who was close by. He went, got there right away, and it was, I mean, a really substantial fire. It's, it's burning on the backside of it. So um, the that's close that's toward downtown. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the actually, you know, the storefront where you're, you know, where the Kmart storefront was that faces Lake Street. It's on the opposite side of that. Um, we just had uh, a chop our chopper up over it a minute ago. What's crazy is it's been burning for what like four hours now, and it doesn't even look like it's even hardly maybe a not even a third of the building burned. Like okay. that's how big those, you don't think about how big those, you know, like mm. a Kmart or a, you know, a big box store is. Yeah. Um, so it's been burning for quite a while, uh, but there's still most of the structure still standing. Dang. And then mm-hmm. with like, were they worried about it jumping or anything like that? Like what about buildings close or no? Most everything's been cleared away from that site at this point because there's, uh, as anybody who's lived here for a minute knows, like there's been all kinds of discussion and debate over what was going to happen with that site. And um, a lot of it got destroyed during George Floyd stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, And but the building is I mean, that building has endured all kinds of stuff when you think about yeah. it. Yeah. It's amazing um, that that whole area burned down during the George Floyd protests and stuff. And then, but Kmart was just fine. But now yeah, it's on and, a random Friday morning. It's up in yep. flames. And they ended up um, using that Kmart for, I think they used it for like a mail distribution <clears> because <throat> the post office got burned down during the riots. And so like that Kmart found another use there in its, uh, in its later years. But, um, 
yeah, they just I think it was this last week I brought this up that they're starting the like planning meetings with the public about what to do with the site and what the future is going to look like and yada, yada, yada. So, um, yeah, I guess uh, this whole thing will be fast tracked a little bit. And is, is there any indication on what caused the fire? The fire department just had a news conference about 20 minutes ago and um the first thing anyone asks is if it was homeless people because it's a pretty well-known area to to house people um you know and she did concede that that would be one of the things they're looking into but she didn't um the spokesperson who was up or who was talking didn't blame it specifically on homeless people so that's Mm-hmm. One of the things they're yeah. looking into, so we'll see. As of now, there's nobody's been hurt by it, right? No. Okay. No. No. Um, what else was I going to say that was noteworthy about that? I was just reading a little bit more before I, I came out here. Um, so the city of Minneapolis bought that way back in the day and had intended on, like, building this big, fancy, um, like, indoor mall-type situation with, like, sports courts and like all kinds of crap like they had huge 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 aspirations for that site and they were never supposed to close nicolet avenue off there Mm -hmm. um and so that but apparently what kmart needed in order to have the footprint they needed they had to close nicolet which has been the people's problem with it all along because that was a road that you know it was such a uh important north south artery in the city and when that got cut off it kind of just a lot of people are like it did really weird things for the neighborhood and it's uh, i even i just read a quote in uh npr article from last week that said like some people said that was like the worst sort of economic um real estate decision the city of minneapolis has ever made (laughs) dang that's saying a lot (laughs) yeah which is which is crazy because then they ended up buying it back so the city paid a bunch of money for it for the per, in the first place and then bought Kmart out of its lease early to get the property back. So they basically paid for that site twice, which is also pretty insane. That is insane. Yet, there it sits. Oh, so, and what's the holdup for doing anything with it? Is it just trying to vote on getting everybody essentially just to agree what to use that space for? Yeah, right now, I mean, it's like anything, anything in the city of Minneapolis, nothing seems to be able to get done quickly with sort of the political landscape where it is. Um, It's just like the third precinct. Uh, They're trying to figure out a place to build the new police headquarters, which is not, which is covers that neighborhood too. Um, uh, I think they started like the public input part of the process about what to do with the site. They just had a open house there last week. And one of the things that is out there right now is opening the road up and like building some green spaces and, you know, park type mm-hmm. stuff along there. Uh, but but nothing definitive at this point. Um, well, thank you for keeping us in the know with all that. We've got a yeah. listener who wrote in Margaret. I'm going to butcher this, but they said that. Can you ask Chris about the Oranoids? Orionids. Oh, thank you. Orionids. Yes. Um, you. We're supposed to be able to see them Sunday, I think. So that's a meteor shower. I think they're supposed to be pretty predominant on, I think Saturday night and Sunday okay. is what we had this morning. Um, apparently those are leftovers or part of Halley's Comet, which doesn't come around all that often. And I think doesn't come around again until like 1960 or 2019, <laughs> 2062. I'll probably be the only one still alive then. Yeah, I definitely will not be here then. That's just gruesome. What's happening to me and AJ? I don't know. I just feel like I live a safer, happier life. You guys are high risk. You guys will. You guys will all still be here. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. I, I will right, we'll be doing no, the show in 2062. I saw them both. No promises. Both eat donuts like it was going out of stuff. Okay, first of all, the only reason you didn't eat a donut is because I have to let my tummy feel a little bit better this morning. So, like, you're about five minutes away from having a donut as well. I'm just an old person. I have to wait a little bit in the morning. Can you down a donut right away, Chris? No. No, right? No, but I did just do something I'm I'm not proud of. I, uh, I, I jumped over here to the old uh, Hubbard cafeteria, and they happen to have one of those uh, 
I'm not going to call it charcuterie because it's definitely not that. But one of those things, like basically, is an adult lunchable. Yeah. With, yep. like, the ham and the <laughs> cheese and the Every- crackers. And I just tore into that. And like, I was so hungry. This is like seven in the morning. And like, the first five bites were like, oh my God. I was like, good <laughs> monster. The other day, falling all over, and then I and then I just felt gross and dirty, and I took it into the, I took it into the studio and left it for everybody else, and I just got a text. Did you leave this adult comfortable for us? (laughs) Who left this garbage on the table? (laughs) So, I will do a show until six p.m. there, and I, I eat dinner early. Like I like to eat. Like sometimes we feed Gogo at five thirty and we eat or like six is the latest. So when I work till six in that building, I'm miserable. At the five thirty mark, I'm starving. So I'll go down to my car and I go to that little like grab and go station and there's nothing left. Like I would kill for a charcuterie thing. So sometimes <laughs> this is so bleak. I'll get the the homemade the, the bumblebee tuna. Ugh. And I'll just eat it so hardcore in my Ugh. car before I drive home. And then I'll get rid of the evidence oh, before man. I go home to my family. <laughs> and then you walk and you're like, hi, honey. And he's like, what did you, what died in your mouth? It's so bleak. It's like, because it's like a little tin can you're eating in your car. It's so lonely. What are you, a it's, cat? <laughs> like you're just eating cat it's food. It's so bad. Because they, nobody leaves me anything. They Like, that's that's why Chris Egger is starting to eat the charcuterie at 7 a.m. All the good stuff is rest in peace, gone. Yep, that's yes. exactly it. That is the t- No. Oh, my gosh. Wait, are those, are there can? is it cans that are in there? Yeah, it's like, so he's showing you right now. It's like a little, there's a little can in there. And it comes with these super good crackers that are like, okay. like kind of like knockoff <laughs> like, Ritz. That's that's. I, you've shamed me enough. Put it away, sir. Uh, Look, it's a snack uh, on the run! Exclamation point. Uh, that looks terrible. It is like why would it's like my appetizer, but that's the only way I can get home sometimes. And Chris, it's not my fault. You eat the charcuterie stuff at seven a.m. There's nothing left better. for me. Well, that's fair. That's and that thing is never that whole charcuterie. It was like a size of those platters that, like, you get at Cub and take to somebody's house you don't really like and you don't want to really commit to a full, like, decent, well done. Why do they have that? Tray. You just grab the crappy one and you yeah. take it. Right. Yeah. Oh, by the way, it's gonna look like you stole that on the camera. Yeah, I know. The guy is actually over there um, refilling it right now too, so I got. Right Go back. put it right. back. Because like, this weird they news guy stole the. They, they film you because yeah. you have to pay for it yourself. Yeah. And they're always like, you know, heads up, you're on camera, as though we're all a bunch of, you know, thieving. Sticky fingers. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I frequent that little, like, station store Same. way too often. I've been Same. doing I've been doing Saturdays and Sundays for, like, four years now. It's like, sometimes they're good stuff, and they don't, they restock it. So they're restocking it. Now, which is explains why sometimes there is decent stuff on yeah. the weekends, oh, but other yeah. days they just won't restock it. I know. And so mm-hmm. I'm I resort to the charcuterie and the like. It's just terrible. Are you stuff. eating tuna out of a can like Brittany? No, I'm not. I don't there's, sleep that. Uh, there's so you can many think tuna ahead, things. Brittany. I know that's the problem. Like you could go there before the show starts or, to get a good snack, or even like know thyself. Like I could bring a snack for the car ride home. Like I'm really, I'm a planner. Like I, at this point, Apparently not. <laughs> but every time I go, I'll be fine this time. Like I don't need a f- meal before the 30 minute drive home. But the panic that ensues when I'm about to get in my car and know that there will be 30 minutes until, and I go home and Justin has dinner ready. So it's like, I just need to get home. So like, I should just throw an apple in my purse or something, but the it's panic. It's like, if I get in this car without a snack, I'll die. And then he gives you, you walk in the door and he gives you a kiss and he's like, were you eating cat food? <laughs> That's just I would be more like, that would be actually more appropriate where like, oh yeah, sorry. I don't know what happened. It was a survival thing or whatever. But like, it's so embarrassing. Like if somebody saw me in the parking lot, like I'm just so glad everyone's just gone. shamefully scooping tuna yeah, into your mouth. Yeah, it gives you this little spoon too. And you're just like, I hate my life. Chris, I know you got to go here in a couple minutes, but uh, Carlos wrote into the show. He wanted us to ask you if you know about any Day of the Dead parades that are going on in the Twin Cities. Uh, we did bring that up. Um, crap. I don't off the top of my head, but let me look. We did 
we're planning a segment about it on Minnesota Live, the nine o'clock show. That's what just came up in the last couple of days. Let me look. Wait, okay. is the segment today? No, it's not today. I think it's okay. next week. So, I really want to ask you how Hannah did yesterday. She was good. She was really good. Just she's, good. I mean, she's just so dang nice. She's dude. so cute. And did anyone mention jewel tones to you? No, but and Hannah wasn't aware of it either. So I taught her the jewel tones thing. What is wrong with you people? <laughs> Nobody says jewel tones. I need listeners to write in and attack you guys so badly. Like, and people know what jewel tones is. My mom was like, "How do they not know what jewel tones are?" It's a whole color palette. Um, November first and second. I'm looking, oh, October 28th from noon to 3, there's a um, Day of the Dead celebration at Midtown Global Market. Oh, fun. From noon to 3. Yeah, that's all I got right here in front of me, AJ, so I'm, I'm not sure beyond that. Um, but I will have an answer next week. I know that's not helpful. That's fine. You know, yeah. we'll, we can talk about it then, too. It looks like, yeah, it looks like there's some sort of festival going on on November 4th. I don't know. If you go to Minneapolis.org calendar holidays, they have a bunch of them listed. Carlos, I hope you feel heard and appreciated. Um, yes. Sorry, Carlos. I'd like to be able to get you answers more quickly than that. I failed. Uh, if you do go to Midtown Global Market, there's a guy that will fix your phone screen for under 100 bucks. Really? Yeah, it's pretty nice. Every time well, You I can go- also get a camel burger there. A what? A camel? Dude, like, the food at the Midtown Global Market insane. is super good. It's so oh, good. Oh, it is. It's awesome. You just spend, you spend days there. Just I know. Mm. And your stomach is like, where are we? Because you can grab like an egg roll, then you can go and get like like a, like a Korean dish over yep. here, and then you can go and like get like Greek food. food. And your, your stomach is like, what country are we currently yeah. in? This is amazing. And then at the same time, like you can go downstairs and renew your driver's license because there's a yeah. <laughs> oh, I've had some times at that DMV. Uh, I have some yeah. That you're gonna wait. Oh, you uh, absolutely. You're gonna have some wait. The wait time on that one is wild. So you will be spending both lunch and dinner yes. money <laughs> at the Midtown Global Market. Well, I'll tell you what, it's better than the one that's out in Chanhassen. I'll tell you that right now. Shut your mouth. That's an amazing one. Oh, uh, the one behind the yeah, um, the Target. Mm. Are you kidding me? How are that you has this the drive-through. Did you go through the drive-through? Because that's what you were made of no. your big mistake. Okay, because no, that drive. I just, I get, you know what? The last time I went to go do that, they were closed, so that was on me. Yeah, that is on Not you. They're lovely there during <laughs> it's the like pan- a holiday, and I'm like, yeah, dumbass. It's Christmas. You can't go and get your driver's license renewed. During, <laughs> I just need time away from my family. <laughs> um, no, they're amazing. I love them. They during the pandemic, uh, my mom sold me her Corvette, and I. There was like nowhere to Brittany's get. Brittany's rich. No, I said soul. I didn't Beverly. say give. Oh, Beverly's flex. rich. Beverly's right. rich. Beverly l- gets laid all the time with her Corvette. Well, she did. Um, That's a weird thing to say about your mother. Hey, get some. That's so, your mother. Show some respect. Right. <laughs> Beverly's what a kind nice of, what lady. What more respect can I get that my mom pulls in Major D? <laughs> okay. How is that not respectful, Beverly? From So I went to the DMV and they were like, I went so early that I was the first one in line at the drive-thru because they wouldn't let see people. And the guy was like, yeah, we, uh, we'll have you come in. And so we, I wore my, they got everything figured out. And it took forever because they had to do all the social distancing stuff, but they were super nice. So Yeah, it's not, it was no reflection on that specific location. Uh, it, I do have, the Ridgedale one is the worst. I'm trying to remember. Yep. It That's used to be color. bad. Have you been there recently? Yeah, it was three hours. Oh. Because if you did you do your appointment in advance? No, it was my kid's 18th birthday, and all he had to do was go and get a um, three hours there. He was loving that on his 18th birthday. I had to get Gogo's social sec- or her birth certificate there or something um, with that. You know, I can't even remember. But if you do an appointment in advance, I was in and out of there in like 10 minutes. So probably on Dakota that he sh- Probably should have made that I, I don't. I, I don't think we could get one for that, honestly. Oh, that makes sense. But also, that's like a rite of passage for your son. Like, if you're yeah. going to get your license or something, you got to sit in the DMV for three yep. hours just because that's what we do. Welcome yeah. to being an adult there, Junior. Yep. Get used to this, sitting around and being angry for the rest of your life. Yep. Well, thanks, just Chris. Just like the old man. <laughs> 
Well, thanks, Chris. That was an amazing report. And that news is brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 48-minute financial evaluation. Uh, we will be right back. And we're going to have Bob first. We're going to go to uh, AJ. AJ, what's going on? Well, guys, hey, it's AJ here for our friends over at uh, K&L Surplus and Ammo. Remember that K&L Surplus and Ammo is your one-stop shop for all firearm-related products and is uh, the preferred choice among trap enthusiasts and waterfowl hunters for over 25 years. And that's including myself. You know, water, I'm a waterfowl trap enthusiast. K&L is an author at SK, SKB Shotgun Dealer, and they have a huge selection of youth models as well and have a huge selection of trap loads to pair with that. Fall hunting is here, so head to K&L Surplus and stock up on waterfowl loads. K&L now has a lot of calibers that have been hard to find and uh, now have them in stock, so that is the time to stop in and check them out. K&L Surplus and Ammo is veteran-owned and offers first responder and veteran discounts, even more of a reason to stop by this fine establishment. Check out this. Mention this show, the Tom Bernard Morning Show, and receive a 10% off discount on anything in the store. That's right, anything in the store, they have to, uh, on that, just mention the show here. KNL is also committed to uh, safety and is a licensed FFL retailer. Find out for yourself why KNL surplus is uh, an ammo, excuse me, has been the choice of gun owners for over 25 years. Go to www.knlgunstore.com. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company. And I'm Michael Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with many multi-generational businesses. Take Personal Care Dentistry of Roseville, for example. Dr. Walter Hunt, also known as Painless to me, has been a longtime customer of the bank since we opened the bank in 1998. When his son Kyle was ready to join the practice, they wanted to expand quickly. With their additional space and equipment, they now are able to see more patients each day while providing the same level of care and service. Okay, guys, I'll take it from here. If you run a family business or any kind of business for that matter, you should be banking with Brad and Mike over at North American Banking Company. Every time I deal with them or their team, I know I'm working with experienced professional bankers. So why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, equal housing lender. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. Tom here, and I just read a success story from MN Fat Loss client Elizabeth, who just completed the program. Elizabeth writes, I'm a 54-year-old woman who has struggled with losing weight. I had almost constant heartburn, trouble sleeping, brain fog. I tried counting calories, eating bars and shakes, and several other programs in which I would lose 5 to 10 pounds after months of struggling. After 60 days of the MN Fat Loss program, I was down 25 pounds. MN Fat Loss had really empowered me to believe that I can control my eating and my weight without having to sacrifice foods that I like. If you're thinking about finally committing to improving your health, this is the time to start. You won't regret your investment in yourself. It's so easy to see if MN Fat Loss is a good fit for you. They offer a free phone consultation to learn about the program. They also have virtual options to help you if you live far away, which I think is a brilliant idea. To schedule that free phone consultation, go to mnfatloss.com. The only thing you have to lose is that unwanted wait. That's www.mnfatloss.com. I cannot wait to hear about your success story, and please let them know that Tom sent you. <laughs> 